The Sir Bernard Moore Show now, Adventures in Love and Space, Part 1, presented this week by Mrs Disco from her very own front room. You say to Sir Bernard Moore when he gets back from the villa for the villa holiday, I want to show to myself where this is what happens. Uh, 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 will that? I'll colour him. I'll colour him straight away. Yep, that's what to do. You do that. But today we're having what I want. Hold up. Thought you were just, you know, made jam a wink mob show. That's today. What's happened to that? Oh, I'm not doing that. Right. Why? Because I ate them things. That's why. I can tell good jam from bad, but I ain't prepared to eat equivalent of a wash basin full of the blooming stuff in a hot tent on a Saturday afternoon just to dole out some rosettes to a clutch of bickering women going, I bet she don't even make her own jam. Well, actually, no. I do not make my own jam. My neighbour Pat makes more jam than ever she can cope with, and we do a swap for decoupage. Well, what did Bernard say to that, then? Oh, we weren't happy. He pulled up with a slow cooker and tried to persuade me to change my mind. He was here four hours. You mean he had you with your head in a slow cooker for four hours? The bloke's cracked, he wants locking up. No, 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 nothing like that. It's there. Look, he gave it me. It is a Pantry King 3. But when it arrived, he arrived with it. And there was there it was. But there is no brochure of instructions, no box with lid and sides, nothing. Where is the box, I thought. Why don't it have a box? Because there clearly isn't one and it should have a box. But there was no box with it. Did it have a box? No, and it smelt. And I plugged it in and it don't flipping work. So that's why I'm not stood, fed up, getting fed other people's jam at Wink Mop Show. We're having what I want. And that's what this is. And this is music. Well, I'm going before you blow windows out. No, wait, wait. How do I switch this off when I've finished? Turn that all the way to nothing. Push that way till the bulb goes out. Then switch that from on to off. Fetch plug out in case there's a thunderstorm. That's it. Swirl this nub... Thank you, Uncle Elliot Campy. Hey, I shall see you, see you anon. Ta da! He has brought me half a dozen eggs and a cabbage and a cauliflower and a dahlia that may flower quite soon. And he has watered round all the plants about a drink. Right. The sun is out, the brick is off. Let's have a bit of music. Here we go. This is a story for all those people out there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Hello, Mrs. Disco. Thanks for the orange. You're very welcome. You're very wet. Is it raining? I didn't see any on the uh, window. No, I was stood at your back door, and a man leant out of the window above and sprayed a hanging basket of flowering plants. Oh, I was stood under. Oh, with, no, uh, not again. I am sorry, you see, when I do it, I stand on the small stepladder properly with the watering can, but Uncle Leah Campy, if he is here, he is in such a rush, and he uses the shower head, and it's quicker, but people have been caught out before. There's I'm OK, really. There. Just glad to be on TV. You ain't on TV. This is local radio, this. Yes, I understand. I hope so. Right. Now, the new Promiser LP, it is called Susie and Clunkus, Adventures in Love and Space. Yes. And it tells a story in eight songs of a 29-year-old man who falls in love with an older woman and they steal a car and have all these adventures and things... Is it based on real life, would you say? Oh, yeah. Um, I'd say maybe 99% of it. Well, 99% of it's true. So you actually beat up an old woman and her son in a bus shelter. That's appalling. No, they beat me up. Um, thinking about it, it's more like 50-50. 50% true, and the rest is altered, defactualized truth. I was pranced upon by the sun, and the old woman laid into me with one of them walking sticks with the pointed prong and the two handles. You poke the prong in soil, and the handles fold apart to make this kind of really uncomfortable seat. 
They nicked my shopping and fled on their mobility scooters into dense mist. Oh, how awful. Did the cops catch them? Um, I don't know, actually, whether they did or not, but the two policemen whom I spoke to, I asked them if they would do a conversation on their walkie-talkies for us to use on the song Fun Time, and they both agreed wholeheartedly. That's at the end of Fun Time, which is next. Susie and Clunkers have pinched the car and somehow got away, although it did sound like they were done for at the end of the last song. Susie has outwitted the cops with stealth, and they make a streak for freedom. Is Susie based on someone you know? Yeah, she was my wife, but the marriage did not last. Oh, dear. How long did it last? Um, about ten hours. Her name wasn't Susie. I used the artistic licensing and made that up. Her real name was Suzanne. Who... Oh, excuse me. Who did her singing on the record? Was that a tough role to find someone for to sing that? I went through in my head all the voices of women I know, what they sound like, and one stood out to be the loudest voice, and that was Diane Bird Dare. Is Diane a professional singer? No. She works at the swimming baths on Bitby Lane. The voice you hear over the loudspeakers, that is Diane's voice. Full side attendant to reception, please. I went round to the swimming baths to ask if they wanted their carpets shampooing electro- electrolically, electro- electro- electrically. And Diane showed me they had the only the one carpet in this office, and it was kind of beyond being cleaned. It was pretty embarrassing. But I asked her if she would pretend to be my former wife, Susie, and sing on the record, and she said, yes, that sounds like a lot well, of fun. Here's Diane Birdie having a lot of fun with Promiser and F-U-N-T-I-M-E. Fun time. Let's do this. The future's important because once it's gone, it's the past. And while we're in it now, you know what they call that? Well, at the moment they call it stuck on this ruddy ring road. Where do you think you're going? Like we're supposed to be left In my head, opinion, crime does not pay. I mentioned this to Susie as we were speeding away in the hatchback we'd stolen, along with its contents, eleven tins of perry and a packet of breast mints. Gone wrong someplace. Well, else we're not looking at mapping. Maybe I'd better pull over and ask navigations from a kindly woodland sprite. 
If only I knew where we were, or even our location, or even the place that this place is. Flood is down the woodland, guide us out of danger. Lend a helping hand to two lost criminal strangers. Direct us in the direction of the nearest fast food place. I see you are rewarded with a tray of onion rings. Don't know where we are. Run out of gas. Susie threw up and fainted. I'm picking glass out of her feet. She threw away her shoes. She said, No longer shall I walk because I'm flying on They'll be heading for that secret, top secret military base that's really secret. Over. Yeah, that's what I thought. Over. Right. Um, I'm gonna have to go into higher authority about this. Uh, what, what are you doing? What are you doing tonight? Over. Going to the boozer. Over. Yeah, yeah, me too. You're going with some other cops, like. Over. Yeah, we'll be going with some other cops, like. Over. Okay, see, which pub are you going to? Over. We're going to the Royal Oak, over. I don't know which Royal Oak you mean, over. The one near the station, over. Oh yeah, I've heard they've done it all, over. Yeah, they've done it up, over. Right, well, see you later then. I don't knock off till half past seven. Um, see you later then, but Andrea... You're listening to the Sabernet Moore Show. I'm Mrs Disco, playing the new album by Promiser, a local pop band. And with me in my front room to tell me and you all about it is the singer, Adam Fairbrother. It is a thrill to be sat here. We've just heard F-U-N-T-I-M-E. I certainly said that wrong, didn't I? Fun Time, which is finished. And it finished up with a genuine real pair of coppers having a good old natter over their radios, didn't it? They didn't read the lines, but I was scared to ask them to do it again because I thought they might arrest me. Did I hear one of them mention a top secret military base at one point? Yeah, no. Just for the record, I would like any secret agents and government officials listening to this to rest assured that I have never approached a military installation of any kind with the intended intention of a breach of national security in a restricted area. Some of this stuff is semi-autobiographical, but that bit is completely made up and not by me. Right. Can we talk a bit about Susie? Susie in the songs, or Susie the real Susie who isn't called Susie? Well, a bit of both, but mainly the real Susie, Suzanne. How did you two meet? How I met Susie in the song is just how it was. She was leaning against swings, and she asked me if I had £15, and in three to five seconds I fell very deeply in love with her. Is she, was she older than you? Oh yeah, over twice as old. She said she was 48, but her driving licence stated a greater age. 
She must have been in good shape to appear so uh, alluring. That's the word, isn't it? Alluring at 68, even if she looked 48. She didn't look 48, she did look 68. If I had several cans and it was night and we were sat in a car with upbeat romantic music on, she looked 48. Until she said something and then she said, I'm 68. I'm struggling a bit to see what the attraction was, sorry. All my life till then I had done as I was told to and Susie didn't. She didn't care, she just did things and awaited the consequence. And often there was no consequence. Other times there were, like if she got drunk and fell down in pub toilets and needed pushing home wrapped in foil in a shopping trolley. It made me feel like a gallant knight in the days of bows and arrows and cholera. Did you steal a car then? The pair of In a way, yes. However, I was under this illusion that we were only borrowing it off a friend of Susie's called Bobbo, who had given us this mission we had chosen to accept, to drive to the seaside and fetch him this reclinable garden chair and accompanying cushions. Once we got to the seaside, Susie immediately seemed to forget about this and stayed up many hours eating tablets and drinking fortified wine with a man called Skewer, who had a motorbike. This Bobbo, then, did he, uh, did he, oh dear, did he ever see his car again, Bobbo? Bobbo turned out to be a stuffed bear made of polyester with plastic eyes, and he lived in Susie's bedroom. I don't know how he inquired about the garden chair, but he certainly couldn't drive. Whose hatchback it really was, I will never know, because it got left on a vast beach of fine sand, and six hours later, water was over the bonnet. Then, ten hours later, water was over the roof. The following morning, when we were to drive home, there was no water. And only vast fine sand for miles, and no hatchback. Oh, crikey, it'd be washed out to sea. Susie wanted us to wait for the ocean to pull the hatchback in on the tide. Then we could scrape the sand off and let the fish out and drive home, but I persuaded her to get on a bus. I mean, if you think about it, if the ocean had returned the hatchback, it's probably not going to work, especially if the seawater flowed inside. And it would have done, because Susie always left the window down, so the smoke drifts out. Oh, no, 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 it'd not come back. I've heard of cars being washed away, and they go all the way across the world and end up in Scotland. Right. Yep. On with the album, I reckon this next tune is called We Are In A Woodland. No, We In A Woodland. Oh, yeah. We In A... Is that right? It's like a poem. Picture yourself in a tranquil woodland glade. Oh, how well, lovely. Right, this is Promiser featuring Hazel Sprouter on the banjo with We in a Woodland. To transgress, break the law, commit a crime, throw caution to the foul four winds of time, to pinch a hatchback, lift one, nick, thieve, steal, and guided blind, sweat-soaked palms at the wheel, Behind, becloaked in darkness, lies the past. A world of quiet routine broke at last. Ahead, ahead, my head's hard thinking thrown. I know not what I don't know, the unknown. Our stallion, behemoth, mighty hatchback, dead. No petrol in the petrol tank, it said. All four tires full of air on those we sped. But no more go, the empty bulb shone red. My vomit slithered darling in my arms. My dearest Susie, comatose, she calms my fears, despite not one small word. A gurgling sound and wheezing is all I heard. Oh, woodland sprite with flute on which you toot, and woodland lute on which you play the lute. What, where, why did you guide us in this wood, to trample broken bracken, slug through mud? So empty is the night, the tins of Perry, so empty is my mind, the Perry tins. And full of fear am I, of fear full, very, yet full of hope there's something in them bins. A scrap, perhaps, of mushroom slice, maybe. But no, 
Alas, backpackings is all I see. With weary little legs I tumbled down, and threw the tumbled too onto the ground. Smothered nearly was I by her breasts, in this, our sanctuary, our woodland nest. Tall towering trees all round will be our wall, and leaves weave wide our roof should rain before. This hideaway is our wondrous woodland hall. I think it's great, I do not mind it at all. Dear spider, flea and fly and centipede, sweet worm and woodlouse moths of every breed, good scholars of the forest, treat us kind, that should fair morning smile bring peace of mind. My Susie and I, although wandered far, might get a better idea of where we are. But now, good night. Good night, my insect friends. Tomorrow's new day beckons. This one ends. a new tune by local pop band Promiser. The album is Susie and Clunkus Adventures in Love and Space I'm Mrs Disco and you're listening to the Suburban Moore Show Clunkus, is that a stage name? How did you end up getting called that? And apparently as a small child I had this blue plastic rake and used to go around hitting people with it saying clunk and so they would say don't clunkus so clunkus, clunkus, clunkus all right. Well, Susie and Clunkers have avoided the cops with no petrol, so they're in them woods for the night, camping out under the stars. Did that ever happen? Was Susie the real Susie? No, Susie? no, 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 no way, never. She hated the outside. Plants, trees, insects, crows, none of that interested her at all. I think her favourite plant was probably taters. Potatoes, preferably fried with salt and red sauce. Sausages. She wasn't one for a romantic stroll. If we did, we had to step on tarmac paths, and there had to be bins and toilets, and ideally shops and pubs. And if it was at night, there had to be street lighting, and it must not flicker. It sounds quite demanding, if you ask me. What did she like doing? She liked sitting in pubs, drinking brandy and lemonade, and telling jokes that had swearing in them. She liked to try and win the jackpot on the arcade machine. She liked singing pop songs with the radio on very loud. She always had dog biscuits in her pocket, and if we saw dogs, she liked to provide the dogs with the biscuits, which surprised them, and they'd be her best friend. She liked going for chips to the shop on the end of the road, or going in the car for chips to another fish shop further afield to do a comparison. She liked to ring the council to complain about dog milk. She liked TV shows where somebody gets someone pregnant, and then this causes this fight at a wedding. She loved that. Oh, until you miss her a lot. I do miss them things, but there was a lot of times that I don't miss. The next song... Excuse me, the next song, Dawn of a Perception, it features this guy who is loosely based on a drug dealer Susie used to go and visit. Susie was on drugs? And, you know, <gasps> oh my word, not drugs. His name was Antoine or something and he lived in this bungalow with the curtains drawn and a blocked toilet and he had two TVs on all the time with no sound. He sits about eating crisps in a dressing gown with long hair and no energy. So This sounds like a ruddy crank. Susie said he had psychic powers. And he could lift a cup up just by staring at it. Like a conjurer's trick? Yeah, but he could not do it. I said to him, go on then, lift the cup up, but nothing happened. He said, it was my fault, which makes no sense, but... Doorknob of Perception, last song on Saturday and our last song this week. Wow, yes. The Richard Doorknob character, just quick... Uh, although it's based on the drug dealer Antoine, he is in real life a landlord of a pub called The Dell, where it's really old-fashioned. I mean, he is about 78 or 79, I think. And we gave him a bottle of beer and the song's lyrics on paper, and he just did it 
like his life was the life of a professional singer. Crikey. And what's his name? He is Walter Hall Wallace, and he is one of the nicest, kindest blokes you could ever meet. After he did it, his, his bit of singing, they had a lock-in at the Dell, but I couldn't go because I had conjunctivitis. Oh. Here it is then, we've just got time. Promiser featuring Walter Hall Wallace and Diane Birddare with Doorknob of Perception. Good morning. My name is Richard Doorknob. Creeping round the woods is my job. Sowing seeds of satisfaction seven days a week. That's my calling since that appalling radiation leak. Yes, a Mostly average men. It gave me special powers, and I have had them powers since then. Just doing a little dance. I brew the woodland berries, stew the stalks and seeds, pluck the mystic mushrooms, and dry out enchanted weeds. Oh, so many remedies grow naturally as shrubs. I nip to town on a Friday night and sell them in the pubs. Lo and behold these snoozing villains, tired out from all their thefts and killings. This must be the pair who pinched the hatchback, don't you know? I heard all about it in my three-wheeled van on the radio. Pinch of powder, two or three pills on your tongues and up your nostrils. Hey, man, what are you doing with them doublets? What are those? And why might you be poking powder up my girlfriend's Susie, this dude must be a woodland sprite. I think we should beware. Is he a cause-like a woodland sprite? He drives that old three-wheeler. It's Richard Donald, that's his name. The radioactive drug dealer. Have you, you druggy? Come here. Oh, he's gone. I would have punched him in the head. I know you would. But Lickety's split he up down flat. Yeah. With his weird concoctions and his herbal snouts and a detailed knowledge of our whereabouts. One quick phone call, I assume, and here come the cops. Broom, 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 broom. Broom, broom. The cops! The cops! You must be joking! Right, follow me, quick, behind this tussock. I tripped and tumbled and bruised my buttock.
the cops have caught up with them. Yes. Well, time's caught up with us, and that is it for this week. Next week, we shall hear more of the adventures of Susie and Clunkus on the B-side. Till then, Brick goes back on. That's that. I am saying cheerio. Bye. Yes, we shall return next Bye. week with more music from Promiser. Fingers crossed. Now, swirl that knot. Hey, don't they get into some scrapes? That was Adventures in Love and Space, part one, an episode of the Sir Bernard Moore Show, hosted in his absence by Mrs Disco, and it was an independently made programme, created, produced, directed, recorded and edited by the Dethick Brothers, featuring Jim Dethick as Mrs Disco, Adam Clunkus Fairbrother, Diane Birdare, Walter Hall Wallace, Uncle Elliot Campy and police officers PC Liam Burndung and DCI Rodriguez Fowler Cowp. The episode featured music written by Joseph Dethick with lyrics by Jim and produced and mastered by them both and the dialogue was written by Jim. Now, next time, Mrs Disco returns for more adventures in love and space with Adam Fairbrother whose stories include an incident with a flute that results in a power cut and how inspiration came to him whilst trapped in some toilets at an airport during a snowstorm. Side B of Susie and Clunkus, Adventures in Love and Space, is on the record player in Mrs Disco's front room next time. Till then, ta-da and take care. <laughs>